This is Among the Stacks, produced by the Allen County Public Library in Scottsville, Kentucky. The podcast where you learn what we're reading and recommending in the library news. Welcome to Among the Stacks. I'm Sheila Stovall. And I'm Mariah Joslin. (laughs) Thanks for stopping in today, folks. Well, it is a cold and wintry day. Yes. And what better time to read a new book. Yes. Or listen to a new book. Uh, or come to the library if you're bored. <laughs> exactly, because we, we're here. We've had a little bit of that this week, I think, yeah. as especially uh, before school got back into session. We had some people who were already house burnt stopping by the library. And we are here and back into regular programming. So it's fun to get back into our regular schedule. So Absolutely. I do want to mention uh, primetime family read night registration has started. Yes. So uh, that's a program that's designed to create an environment for families to read together and really help children to develop a learn of reading. And uh, we have a professional storyteller come in And uh, someone from Western to come in and uh, to ask questions. And so we use the power of stories and questions and interactions to help children really just learn about the world around them. So we're very excited to receive a a grant from the Kentucky Humanities Council to be able to offer this program. So we will provide a meal. Uh, The target age is for children six and older, but folks, if you've got kids that are smaller, we will have child care available for them after the meal. So yes. uh, just go to our website, www.allencountylibrary.com, and under events, sign up your family for primetime, fa- primetime Family Read Night. It'll start February 22nd, and it goes for six weeks. But I want to encourage you to register today because space is limited, and those slots go quickly as we're providing food for the family. So, gosh, it's a good way to save your grocery bill for at least one night a week for a few weeks. Absolutely, yes. And it always draws such a, a good crowd. It does. It's We really bond throughout that um just as you see the kids get comfortable with each other or the families get comfortable for each other. And I have to say the facilitator is very good at drawing everyone in and asking the kids some questions and asking their parents questions and really getting everyone involved. So uh, so just look for Primetime Family Read Night. Yes. So now, Mariah, you've been having great success <laughs> with some of your art programs, haven't you? Yes, so much. And and again, the Laura Turner Duga uh, Allen County Fund, they are excellent. We could not do what we're doing today if it hadn't been for that grant. And um, because art supplies are expensive, folks. They are. And I <laughs> and I go through Amazon, all these different companies trying to find art supplies at a good price, but aren't cheap because when people walk out, I want them to be proud and and happy with what they've created. So there, it's just a, it's a lot. <laughs> it, it is, yeah. it is. And you know, someone asked me, well, how does that fit in the library's mission to do art programs? And our our mission is to serve Allen County's need to know. Mm-hmm. And there's nowhere else where you can get free art no. instruction 
in our community and then to have the uh, supplies provided thanks to the grant. Yes. And uh, we we have Miss Mariah as a teacher, <laughs> but we also hire teachers to come in. Yes. Professional artists to come in and teach some of the programs. Yes. Uh, Chandra is going to come in and she's going to teach a one line drawing technique where you start a line, you never take your pencil off the paper, and in that one line, you create a drawing. So that's going to be fun. And um, Oh, I like the idea of that. Right? And uh, Shirley, our resident uh, Scottsville Art Guild lady, who does a lot of our watercolors and oil paint, she's going to come in and do an oil paint class for us. And we're going to have clay pots. We're going to have this crazy, funky, artsy thing that we're going to do with yarn and canvas. And so we've got a lot of things coming up. And also, the adults have programs, but we also have programs for the children. And I am, I'm just combing everything I can find. So I got a lot of cool things coming up for the kiddos, too. So I'm super excited. I'm, I'm planned out through July. So I I told Chelsea last night, I said, I never understood how much work went into programming until I took this on full time. And I said, it's a lot. (laughs) And hopefully. Well, and you also do outreach, right? Yes, I do. I'm out and about with the community. I go to the Boys and Girls Club. I go to Life Skills once a month and we do an arts craft over there. I'm going to start in the spring, um, Cal Turner Pavilion, doing stuff with those folks. I'm already delivering books and CDs and movies out to them. So, yeah, a lot coming coming along in the, the program world at the library as far as my side. We always have had yeah. awesome programs. Right. Yeah. And so I will just do, uh, let, remind people, even though we don't have the big bus-like bookmobile we still have outreach and if you know of someone homebound who needs books delivered please ask them to call us and we can certainly schedule deliveries they can get online and put books on hold so they can choose from books here in the library that you can deliver to their front porch is that right yes and i i called the patrons the day before touch base with them sometimes if they're not feeling well, they don't read a lot. So I can renew their books or do a partial delivery. And I ask them, you know, what what do you feel like reading this month? And they'll tell me and I'll choose books. And I always, I have a chart. I keep up with what people have checked out and what they haven't. So that way they're not getting the same thing over and over. But yeah, yeah, I, I, I reach out to every one of them. And I actually picked up one lady because she was in a situation where she literally cannot leave her home. She has not left her home in a year more than twice. And I just went over there to an outreach service. And she was like, I love to read. I just can't get to the library. And I'm like, you will have your books from now on. So I've picked somebody up like that. So, yes, please. Just give us a call. Okay. Well, thinking of books. Yes. So I need something to read all the time. I can't imagine not having something to read. Right. It's not going to happen in my lifetime, I don't think. But um, have you read anything good lately? I have. Um, Lisa Jewell, which is, she's well known, and we've read her a couple of times in the There's a Mystery at the Library Book Club. 
I read her newest one, None of This is True, and she did not disappoint. She, in true Lisa Jewell style, she kept you intrigued. She was feeding you all kinds of stuff. And you're like, how is this going to work out? Where is this going to? And at the end, she just brought it all together. I always compare her and Lisa Foley together in the murder mystery world. Excellent authors. So if you want to, we've got, I think we have two copies of this. None of this is true here at the library. Come check it out. If you like a good twisty, turny, and everything comes together kind of murder mystery, it's a great one. And Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And, of course, you know, I, I do a lot of murder mystery. But now I'm trying to widen that by inviting some of what people call cozies or historical um fiction novels into oh. that and i'm 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 having a blast i read a book by julius uh sales a most agreeable agreeable murder and it is lovely it's set in the late 1700s and this woman is completely in love with crime and and solving mysteries but of course in that time that wasn't ladylike so it's a huge ball someone dies and so she's working with this detective to try to figure it out and it is wonderful yes what about you if you're looking for more cozies Uh i have a suggestion for you i just stumbled across this it's a Victorian era okay. mystery. It's called A Curious Beginning, and it's a series. And I think there's five or six books in the series, but I've just listened to one. So it's the heroine is Veronica Speedwell. Okay. And she is very spunky. <laughs> and to be a lady is not very ladylike. No, it's not. <laughs> So she is a lot of fun, and it opens up. She's been raised by two spinster aunts. She was a foundling. Okay. And and on the death of her second aunt, someone tries to kidnap her. Oh. And he then she's rescued by a baron, and he's, she's put in someone's care, and then the baron is killed. And uh, it's got some – not there's no – um, it, I mean, it's rated PG, right. so uh, there's no language and there's no inappropriate activities, but it's <laughs> it's just a really fun, I was never scared for her, even though at times, you know, if it were really happening, it would be a, a fun something to watch on television or something too. I see she's just so spunky and she, she's been, you know, abducted like six times <laughs> in her life or something, you know, she just uh, looks for trouble, you know, and she, the way she's traveled is she was uh, a le- lepidopterist, which is someone who collects butterflies. Oh yes. And oh, yes. so anyway, that's how, that was her excuse for traveling abroad without anyone with her that she was a scientist and she is so there's a little bit of women's rights there in there about you know how women in that era were expected to you know she doesn't like most women just for the you know the chatter or their lack of education and because she's been a reader all of her life her aunts allowed her free access to a library of all things so oh well that's (laughs) so she's very well self-educated so so that would be a fun cozy one yeah a cozy book for you. Well, now, I also read, I don't ever 
rarely do I read contemporary romances. Okay. But I, I read something. It was called Meet Me at the Lake by Carly Fortune. And it reminded me of the old movie An Affair to Remember oh, that was starring Cary Grant and Deborah Kerr. So the main character in this Meet Me at the Lake is Fern Brookbanks. And it starts out, uh, she has uh, had had this, she's, she's had this immediate attraction to this young man, but at the time she is almost engaged to someone and he's in a relationship, but there were sparks immediately and they did not, they were not unfaithful to their right. intended, right. but they both somehow talked about their life plan and decided to meet one year later. Sort of, that's where it ties into right. the Cary Grant right. thing. Well, he doesn't show up. So then fast forward, the book goes to 10 years and her mother has died and she's inherited this um, resort in the wilderness in Canada. And guess who shows up to be the sort of marketing guru who's supposed to help her save the resort? Ah, uh, <laughs> the guy. But anyway, so I can't say anything else about it because I don't want to be a spoiler. I will tell you it had some pretty racy scenes in it that I had to just fast forward. <laughs> Because I don't want all the gory details. Some people do love that, but I'm like, get on with the story. I don't, I don't need to hear those graphic details. But anyway, but it was, it was a fun, it was a good book. It kept you back and forth. You would go bebop in time from when they first met to the time that they are now 10 years older. So, so there are young college students or young professionals just embarking on a career and then 10 years later, back and forth it goes. So, yeah. so it was, but it was very good. And if you like romance, I would, I would recommend it. So as my husband tell you, I'm probably the least romantic person in America. <laughs> I, I can't, he can't believe there's any romance scenes in any books that I've written. <laughs> You're like, look at this. <laughs> oh my gosh. So they're my they're pretty tame in my books, believe me. So okay. Well, anything else you've been we've got going on or have been reading? I have started I I ran across because I just did a Google search, uh, cozy mystery authors, and there was one, Lynn Calhoun. And there was one book of hers. I was like, wow, and I read it and I really enjoyed it. But with our within Libby, there's not any more of the audiobooks, and I don't think they made audiobooks for these books. So I'm like, oh man. So I start looking and she has a whole series that is actually on Libby and I'm enjoying them. It's the Tourist Trap series. And it's it sets up like most cogi, co, <laughs> cozies and in that hallmarky way where she leaves life in the big city. She comes to this town that's right off the West Coast, um, up around San Francisco. And, or, yeah, I'm wanting to say San Francisco. Uh, anyhow, she just wants a slower life. So she opens up this coffee shop that also has like a library in it, and people can sit and read books and have snacks and, um, the first person she meets in this town is this older woman who's, she's, you know, she's not the sweetest older lady and she rubs people the wrong way, but they hit it off and come to find out this developer is wanting to turn that town into like a resort town. And 
they aren't that kind of town because even the businesses will take older houses and refurbish instead of building new buildings. And this lady is refusing, refusing to sell her house. She ends up murdered. So she leaves her house and all of her belongings to this lady. And she's like, what do I do with this rundown old house? Well, come to find out the house had a secret. There's um, old Spanish treasure that may or may not be on the property. So it's a... It's a fun little, almost like murder. She wrote because you had all these town characters, and everybody's a little quirky. Everybody's got their own thing going, and there she is, and she's trying to remodel this old house. She's trying to figure out who killed her friend. You know, it's it's a good little series, and there's like five or six of them. So I'm super excited. But yet, oh Liam Calhoun, the, the Tourist Trap series. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like something I would like. Oh, it's so I much fun. Like and the book was called Guidebook to Murder. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds just like Mariah for yeah. some reason. And, but I, I never quite figured out the title in relation to the book. So, so it, there's only one murder. Oh, my goodness. Well, now, when, remind us, when does your Murder Mystery Book Club meet? It meets on the third Tuesday at 5 p.m. here at the library. Okay. Yes. So so that day, the third Tuesday, is going to be the 17th. Yes. And we're, So you really, if you're a fast reader, you could stop by the library today and get a copy. And we're reading Jimmy Buffett's novel he wrote a murder mystery novel called a salty piece of land right and one of the ladies that read it said she completely enjoyed it like because everybody in the book club was a little hesitant because you know jimmy buffett could write good tropical rock music but could he write a book and so far everybody seems to be enjoying it so yeah oh that's cool (laughs) Well, if you're not into murder mystery, we also have yes. a book club that meets that same day, which is the 17th at 1 o'clock, and we're reading Ordinary Grace this month by William Kent Kruger. And at 2 o'clock, immediately following the meeting, we're trying to get our friends of the library group rejuvenated. Yes. And so they're going to meet at 2 o'clock on that same day. And so if you're a fan of the library... Uh, If you're willing, we do more than book clubs, really just to be a library advocate. Uh, Come at two o'clock and just help us come up with ways to promote our library, to help get the message out about all the great things that are available here at the library. Because really, word of mouth is still the best marketing uh, avenue. And so so if you're interested in becoming a friends of the library, you all are welcome yes. as long as you're a friend and friendly. We all get along. <laughs> and so so to come in uh, at two o'clock on the 17th as well, we'll actually be meeting in the friends room downstairs. <laughs> it all okay, ties together. <laughs> it does. It does. So, well, that's about all I have to talk about today. Mm. Mariah, do you have anything else to share? Nope, I'm good. Okay. Well, we just wish you all a happy new year. Yes. Start making a list of uh, setting your reading goals. I don't set reading goals. I just read. <laughs> uh, do you know how many books you read last year? 
Uh, according to Goodreads, I read 93. Oh, my goodness. I have no idea how many books I've read. I read about a book a week, so I would I would say 52 yeah. probably. Sometimes if I'm on vacation, I read more. Yeah. But uh, So we have plenty of regular traditional books. Yes. We have digital books that you can read with your phone or e-reader or tablet. And we have audio books that you can download and listen to. And that's my favorite venue right now yes. because by the end of the day, my eyes are tired. So yeah. I love listening to audiobooks. So, okay. Right. Well, folks, thanks for joining us today. Yes. Thank you. All right. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Among the Stacks, a podcast produced by the staff of the Allen County Public Library in Scottsville, Kentucky. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to seeing you Among the Stacks.